Right now, we're going to welcome on our next guest. We've got Noe Mahoney joining us, our Borderlands writer, to talk a little bit about that story about Canadian drivers fighting for some unpaid wages. Noe, thank you for being here. We brought this up in our first check of headlines, but we're going to dig a little bit deeper into it. It seems like $9 million owed by multiple carriers to a very large handful of different parties. Talk to us about what's going on. Yes, that's right. Um, hundreds of truck drivers across the Toronto, Canada region are fighting, they say, to recover wages uh, stolen from them by their employers. Uh, these drivers also say that the federal system meant to help them you know, recover these wages are leading to longer than normal wait times. And uh, in some cases, drivers say they have been unable yet to recover any of the money at all that's owed to them. And Noah, we're looking at the situation. Is it appearing in different ways? Are we seeing people that have been getting delayed payments, haven't been paid at all, underpaid? Has it been a different experience across the board? Um, a lot of it is what you just said, uh, delayed payments, and in some cases, no payments at all. And a lot of these cases involve a scheme known as uh, what's called in Canada anyway, is driver incorporated, where uh, a carrier will hire a driver, a full-time driver, but have that driver fill out forms and paperwork that classifies them as an independent contractor. So then that driver uh, does not, I'm, I'm sorry, the company does not have to pay, you know, taxes and health benefits to that employee. Um, and it, it, it's just a, a system that leads, leads to abuse uh, for a lot of these drivers. So this issue of misclassification is, of course, one that we are very familiar with here in Freight Waves. It mirrors the situation that's going on in California right now with that AB5 decision, right? Are you or are you not an independent contractor or are you an employee based on the uh, duties and services that you provide for your company? And then how does that go about being um, enforced? We've seen it with on the United States side. A lot of people are very much for the independent contractor side of things, right? They want to be classified as IC so they can make their own decisions and make their own work schedules. And so then the employers can, of course, avoid paying those taxes and higher wages. But on the Canadian side of things, it seems the opposite. A lot of these independent drivers want to have that employee designation so then they can receive those benefits and those higher wages. Why, why do we think that we're seeing this kind of different discrepancy or is it two kind of just totally different situations? Um, in, on the Canada side, uh, a lot of these cases involve immigrants. And in Canada, the, the federal government there classifies uh, trucking jobs, drivers, as one of the ways that immigrants uh, can apply for permanent resident status. So what we're seeing is, um, you know, a lot of these drivers that are sort of being exploited and have their wages stolen are drivers who are getting jobs uh, in the hopes of using this to go through the process of, uh, you know, being a permanent Canadian resident. And so they're sort of dependent on this employer or this job to get through that process. And that's why uh, maybe in this case, it's a lot different than what's, what's happening out in the West Coast, you know, California. And when we're looking at this situation, what kind of action has been taken? I know that there's been a rally, but has there been any legal action or any kind of proceedings like that? You know, that's that's uh, one of the interesting components of the story is so that, as you just mentioned, there's been rallies and town halls. And a lot of the drivers that are affected and critics, workers, advocates say the government uh, doesn't do enough. You know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, there's long wait times for these drivers to sometimes get 
some of their money or, or any of their money. Uh, and the penalties to carriers who do this, you know, driver incorporated scheme are very light, according to uh, advocates or workers advocates. It's basically a fine or a slap on the wrist. Uh, there's no jail time. There's no, you know, loss of operating authority. So the penalties uh, and the uh, the oversight is very lax, according to people in the industry. So this is so interesting to me because we're having to see now these outside labor groups kind of fight on behalf of some of these drivers. What does their representation look like? Is that now a really helpful avenue for these drivers to go through, or are they finding more success maybe supporting themselves with the argument? I think it's a little bit of both. These drivers have sort of come, you know, banded together to bring attention to the situation. But uh, a few months ago, uh, trucking industry officials such as the Canadian Trucking Alliance, Teamsters Canada, they had a, a big press conference themselves where they pushed the federal government to do more against this driver incorporated scheme. So it's a uh, it's a movement that involves, you know, the the highest levels of members of the trucking industry in Canada, as well as these drivers, you know, doing their own sort of grassroots campaigns to get more attention to this problem. And Noy, with that grassroots campaign potentially in the works here, what does the timeline look like? Is there anything on the horizon that we should be looking for or can expect to come out of this? Um, at the moment, uh, there isn't any, you know, legislation or laws. The Canada's, uh, some of the officials, the Ministry of Labor said they are you know, taking into account all of the uh, information that's being given to them. They're going to try to do more with it. Um, but at the moment, there doesn't seem to be any new legislation or anything on the horizon. But I, I have to believe that something's going to come out of this because you have so many different parts of the trucking industry really pushing for more, more crackdown and oversight on Driver Incorporated. And we mentioned that this is mainly um, contained to the Toronto area, to the Ontario province right now. But are we seeing these troubles in any other provinces or any other big freight hubs in Canada? Or is it specifically just in that one province? Um, I haven't heard of any specific cases in other you know, cities or provinces. But as you guys know, it's, it's a problem across the United States here. And, and you know, I've heard of so many different cases. I think we talked about one a few weeks ago and a case in Arizona. So I have to believe that it's also occurring, you know, in other places in Canada, um, wherever there's these opportunities for carriers to, you know, sort of cut corners and save money. Uh, sometimes things like these happen. And Noy, another interesting article that you put out was Daisuke's latest earnings and really the expectations for the next quarter. Can you tell us a little bit about their outlook and their current situation? Yeah, Daisuke had a, a really tough quarter, as you know, a lot of carriers did. Um, they really see no improvement uh, in the freight market, according to them. I was on their earnings call, which was yesterday, and officials for Dasky said, you know, uh, they think that we're at the bottom of the freight market. Hopefully we are. It doesn't get much lower. Uh, they had a pretty tough second quarter. I think their total revenue was around $400 million and their earnings per share was about $0.07. Cents. And they said one of the things, uh, Dasky is a, a – a national truck, uh, flatbed truck carrier, um, that the construction materials market, which is one of their big uh, industries that they service, has been uh, down significantly. There's not a lot of new home construction, according to what they said uh, yesterday. It's definitely going to be an intriguing industry to watch, especially when considering 
flatbed has so many upstream variables and of course housing construction noy thanks for bringing both these stories to us and we'll be sure to follow up again with you next week thank you so much right now we're going to toss things over to the wall because we have kaylee nix with our next hit of weather